Okay, it's rap pack to my pulse flat. We keep it real, no false rap. I got four cars and they all black. Got four bras and they all that. We call that ballin'. Doing this is my calling. Flow is so appalling. My phone off and she calling. I'm like, yeah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into another episode of the Charm City Sports Podcast. I am your host, Jay Hollihan, and back talking about the Baltimore Orioles, per usual, as the Orioles take two out of three from the Seattle Mariners. Now, this was a series that from the jump i was a little anxious about um in terms of how the first game looked you know um a 13 to 1 loss to the mariners a really rocky start for kyle gibson only won three innings allowed seven hits and i was a little uh, surprised i guess would be the word because in the top of the second gibson um loads up the bases and yet gets out of it by only giving up one run and he still managed to um implode and again ended up you know getting tagged there for five earned runs in that 13 to 1 loss um and i think i said last time or maybe in the podcast before that gibson was you know making a perhaps a a shot and this was one you know there was still the obviously the all-star voting a shot at the all-star game and and clearly that's completely gone to kaputs um with that last start but the offense also you know couldn't get in this game logan gilbert did a really good job pitching, um, you know, and, and that was something I wasn't expecting. Gilbert showed no signs of uh, in starts before that he had that dominant of stuff, and I figured against a, a good offense that Baltimore has that they could um, get to him. But so they lose Friday, get blown out thirteen to one. Wasn't too thrilled with, you know, Brandon Hyde's. I guess comments after the game just, you know, well, you know, we got to, you know, um, basically he was saying, you know, well, you know, we just got to hope we win tomorrow. I'm like, you know, dude, I mean, if you're chasing down the Rays and you're, I I, I just think that there's got to be a little bit more urgency than that with the way that things have been kind of going, but that's, you know, that was just kind of a small thing that I wasn't, you know, too thrilled with because I, I kind of wanted them to be a little bit more, you know, like, you know, we, I'm not, I'm not saying he needs to say we have to win tomorrow, but just, you know, a little something more, um, how should I put this? Uh, a little, a little something more motivating than that. Um, just, just didn't sit too well, but then on Saturday, was the return of Cedric Mullins back into the O's lineup. I was surprised he's back already in the leadoff role. I would have thought maybe he would have been hitting a little further down, but they liked what they saw um, during his rehab stints. So there he was back in the, like I said, the leadoff role. And 
you know, Adam Frazier got things going, but then the Mariners came back to score two runs there, and against Dean Kramer, who I thought, you know, was really fantastic um, in that game, you know, that it just seemed like, you know, at times he'd, he'd get a little nicked up. Anthony Santander then tied it back up. He's been an animal um, this season. He had a an RBI single then in the bottom of the fifth to play to Adam Frazier and give the O's the lead. And then Rodriguez, Julio Rodriguez, homer to center. And, you know, that's where, you know, Kramer, I think, um, you know, got into trouble. And it happens sometimes. You know, you've noticed that a little bit here with the O's pitching. It's kind of these guys getting a little hole um, throughout different spurts in the games. Like, I feel like we haven't seen a consistent just – you know, mow them down one, two, three, uh, each inning, you know, where, where they're going six, seven strong. Maybe they give up one run, but, you know, of just shut out baseball. And I was just, you know, I, I, and it's not that I'm not pleased with the way the pitching is going. Don't get me wrong there. I'm just saying it'd be nice if, you know, they wouldn't make you sweat so much. And then you got to ask for Aaron Hicks yet again. To put you up four three, and I mean what a, what what a job! Again, I'm gonna rave about Aaron Hicks so much because I love the way he has responded um, to being DFA'd by the Yankees and being signed by the Orioles. And I mean, I, you know, he kind of was put on a, a national um, uh, a, a national punching bag there, so to speak. But then something rare that you will never see, rarely see, I don't want to say never see, rarely see, late in the game, Felix Bautista, two outs, and then, boom, there it goes. First pitch swinging, Ford gives the Mariners... Um, or put ties the game up. I'm not, you know, ties the game up. What, you know, just a gut wrenching, like, are you kidding me? Moment. I mean, you think you've got it sealed. You got Felix Bautista, and that happens. And and really, with with the two outs, I mean, it's not as if it he, he was, you know, he was showing signs that okay, maybe he, you know, he didn't have it. I mean, he really was getting to each guy and just. A four-seam fastball right over the heart of the plate, and he didn't miss it. Um, but Bauman came in there in the top of the 10th, finished him off, and then Ryan McKenna to right center for the home run. And Anthony Santander, um, it was really you know great. Um, Austin Hayes was getting ready to hit, and uh, Anthony Santander told him, you know, hey, you know, don't don't bother. You know, McKenna's gonna walk it off here. I got a feeling, and he do, and he does just that. I mean, wow, what a what a job by um, you know, by McKenna, someone who rarely gets at bats, but he goes up there and he does his thing. Um, in the huge moment, a huge moment of that game, and obviously being in extra innings, but I mean. 
you know, for someone that gets so little at bats, for him to come in there and 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 you know get that going, um, you know, to walk it off like that was fantastic, um, just fantastic. And then you had today, three two win, rubber match. Um, you know, really more of a defensive game, I feel like, than what we've really seen. Pretty pretty good pitchers duel between Kyle Bradish, you know, and George Kirby. Um, Bradish, seven innings, two hits, two earned runs, unfortunately. But Bradish, you know, this is another very good start for him. Um, very good start. You know, he's really been ramping him up this season. Um, three seven five ERA, you know, really solid job um, by him. And then, you know, like I said, a defensive game. It, you know, it started off with Raleigh pleading two there in the top of the second with the homer, and then the O's come back with Anthony Santander, time up at two, and then Ben Boom. You know, gets on with an infield single, and that was it in the bottom of the fifth. You know, um, Mateo scored on that, and that was really it. You know, the the, the pen kind of just came right in, and, and they just, you know, mowed him right down. Um, it was great. Felix Bautista gets to go back out there and, and kind of redeem himself, so to speak. And the Orioles win the series. So... What more could you ask for? Now, you face the red-hot Cincinnati Reds. Um, I shouldn't say exactly red-hot, but they're hot. I mean, you know, their losing streak ended, or their winning streak, excuse me, ended, and they just lost two straight close games to the Braves. And this is a different Cincinnati Reds team, I think, than a lot of people thought the O's would be seeing um, as late as, like, the beginning of June, maybe, or even, you know, about two weeks ago, roughly, since they started that massive win streak. But here you have it, you know, the, the, the starting pitching for both teams. Tomorrow night... Is going to be interesting. They're putting Cole Irvin back out there. 7-7-1 ERA, giving him another chance. I, I think this is one of Cole Irvin's last shots because I really believe they may move him. I really think they may move him. And why not? With Grayson Rodriguez there in AAA, um, and I haven't really been paying too close attention to him, but you know his stats looked good for a while there. And he's going, you know, they got Brandon Williamson, who Cole Irvin's going up against tomorrow night. Williamson last game pitched against the Rockies. Five innings, three earned runs, um, a 5-4-0 ERA. The Reds currently lead the NL Central by a half a game. So you know they're, they're not exactly um, at a, they're in a tight race. In a tight race, the O's are now four and a half games back on the race. So they made up a game from when this ser- from when that series started against the Mariners. Four and a half games back are the O's. And then Tuesday, 
Another night game. Tyler Wells goes out a 3-2-2 ERA. Um, you know, Tyler Wells looking to bounce back after that rough game this past Wednesday against the Rays. So hopefully that can be accomplished. He goes up against Andrew Abbott. A 1-1-4 ERA for the young Southpaw. Um, last start against the Rockies. Six innings pitched. Gave up three earned runs all on solo homers. And that's something rare. You know, you he had a, a good, nice streak going here, it looks like, of, uh, of a few games here. Um, you know, where he hadn't allowed a single run um in in his first uh four four starts in the MLB three starts I should say three starts didn't allow a single run unbelievable um 3 and 0 first three starts got the got the win last time out against the Rockies did not but you know still pitched well so that's going to be interesting to see that's where the offense you know, needs to be consistent um, in that game. Obviously, you gotta you gotta go out there and and really, really bear down against him. And then it's Kyle Gibson on the last day on Wednesday, listed as a night game right now. Kind of surprised going up against Luke Weaver, six eight six ERA for Weaver. His last um, game pitched was Friday. That was the big comeback win that the Reds had. That's when Ellie De La Cruz hit for the cycle. Um, and that's someone else I want to talk about real quick, De La Cruz. That's going to be a big test for this O's pitching staff. Um, and, you know, De La Cruz, I don't know his exact splits, but with him, you know, being a uh, switch hitter, it should be interesting how he how he will do um, here against the O's. You know, maybe he can finally go on a, on a on a cold spell. That'd be quite nice, but uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. So hitting three fifty nine with three homers and ten RBIs, and oh by the way, hit for the cycle. Just unbelievable talent there with that kid. I mean, how can you not just be in awe of seeing that as a baseball fan? So that'll do it for me. Kind of a longer podcast, but you know, it was a, it was a really big series. Um, tune in again on Wednesday for the Charm City Sports podcast, where I'll be talking more about the Baltimore Orioles as. They finish up their series against Cincinnati Reds. Thanks, everyone, for listening.